Hello, and welcome to Business Talk 101. I'm Casey, and here today I have the great guest Matthew, the wonderful Juan, and the amazing Mitch. And we're here to discuss how COVID-19 has affected our relationships with the businesses surrounding us. Thanks, Casey, for having us. Pleasure to be here. Thank you, Casey. Thank you. Good to be here. So I just want to first start by asking, how is everyone doing right now in an unprecedented time for us? It's really crazy. You know, like everything's unexpected. These uh, companies are going under and cu- customers are going crazy. And it just seems like all these customers are, are leaving to uh, find other suitable alternatives and are leaving this, these companies that have worked so hard to keep the uh, keep their customers. So we're here to try to solve that for these companies. It's definitely a tough time. I've had uh, some of my favorite local restaurants go under, and it's uh, it's pretty challenging to get simple things like groceries and fast food, but, you know, we're pushing through it, and, you know, companies are adapting, and businesses are evolving, processes are changing, and, you know, it's looking up from here on. Yeah, on the same note, I've been chilling in the house already on day number 30 of quarantine. Um on the note of like business changing, I've also had like ordering from places like I've never really ordered before and then like grocery shopping, new habits, uh, better habits, I would say as well, like um, sanitation in the front and then um, like wearing face masks everywhere. It's been a, it's been an interesting time. Oh, definitely. No doubt. But going back, I mean, all of us have probably lost one of our favorite restaurants. And in that case... How would you deal with that or with some other disruption in your daily business life with customer service? Well, it's tough. You know, it's, it's pretty hard to replace a restaurant that you feel a connection to and somewhere that you've been eating for a long time. And nothing's really going to match that. But, you know, other businesses are stepping up and there's other places to go at the end of the day. And it's, it's caused me, I, I've branched out. I've tried out new places I've never been to. And... You know, it's all right. Yeah, of course. I can see that. I mean, I know a lot of, you know, multi-billion dollar companies are even struggling right now. But in my personal opinion, I think what's really keeping them alive is how they've adapted their customer service and how they're properly communicating with us as a public. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's just how I've done it. I mean, particularly with the airline industry. In the beginning, you know, people weren't able to get refunds for their flights because, you know, they were, you know, compromised or they were going to see someone who was. And now after a couple of weeks into this pandemic, you know, airlines have kind of turned the tables and focused more on what the customers were saying rather than their shareholders. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you, Casey. The uh, airline industry is notorious for making it very difficult to get your money back in terms of refunds or vouchers. But in my personal experience, like because uh, travel has been halted from CDC recommendations, there's no way I'm, as a consumer, am willing to pay f- for an airline ticket that I'm not going to use. And so the airline companies, thankfully, have they understand this. And it's, yeah, like they're, they're going to suffer financially for a little bit. But that's kind of the, what our whole economy is like right now. Everybody's struggling. Some people are out of jobs and struggling to make ends meet and there's no way that they're going to want to give their money to an airline when they when that money can be spent elsewhere and i think that humanistic approach toward 
customers uh, for these companies would be the like the, the ultimate deciding factor of what's going to keep them keep their uh, customers loyal after this pandemic. I agree um, on that point. I think this is a this is almost a time of opportunity for these big corporations that not everyone might have trusted in the past to show their customers that they really care about them and give them a helping hand in time of need and you know show them that they actually really do care and we're in this all we're all in this together and if companies can see that opportunity and treat their customers with a lot of care in a time that's really tough the customers will definitely be thankful down the road and have a be, become loyal customers i i totally agree with that matthew and i actually have a personal experience during this pandemic that i like to share I was shopping at Gelson's, which is a rest or excuse me, it's a supermarket chain here in Southern California. I'm not too positive if it's popular elsewhere, but it's a luxury supermarket store that uh, places a heavy emphasis on customer relations. And I was shopping there one day and I forgot my face mask at home. And before I entered the store, I was greeted by one of their employees who asked if I had a mask with me. And I said, no, I don't. I left it at home. And uh, as a result, this employee reached into a box and handed me a DIY face mask made of toilet paper stapled to two rubber bands. And at first, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, are you serious? Like, this is really going to protect me from coronavirus? Like, like you've got to be kidding me. But at the same time, like, it's not about that. Like, what I took from that experience is that Gelson's is actually taking the extra step and going the extra mile to ensure the safety of their employees and their customers, which I think is a, a topic and, a, and an idea that is, that is really going to help businesses now. Uh, if they come from that humanistic point of view and really care about the health and well-being of, their, of everybody they interact with, from their customers to their employees, that's really what's going to spark uh, customer loyalty throughout this pandemic. No, of course, I completely agree with both of you. And I mean, humanizing your company is one of the key strategies that Harvard Business Review, you know, elaborated on to be able to ensure that any customer relationship that you create or maintain during COVID will outlast COVID. I mean, as you said before, the economy is kind of taking a turn and every business is going to expect a loss but how are those businesses going to like, you know, recover from them? Like how are they building that customer loyalty? And I think it's really important to, you know, talk about the companies that are doing an amazing job at being able to, you know, humanize them, educate about the change that is occurring and give us stability that's going through into the unforeseen future and negotiating that path. I totally agree. And to add on to that, I, I like this point that the authors in our McKinney article that we read had to say uh, and they said the first step in caring is to reach out not in a marketing or over attempt to gain a competitive edge but to offer genuine support to their customer and the, the one word i'd like to emphasize here is genuine because these are such unprecedented times where we are all having to make sacrifices and uh, from the point of the consumer and from the businesses and just for the comp like the companies have every power to charge to charge us multiple, like tenfold what the prices were before, but they know that if they do, they're not going to maintain a loyal customer base, and they're going to have to make these sacrifices to meet our needs and to really work with us, their consumers. And if they do that, then they're going to maintain their cust their loyal customer base. But 
but yeah, again, I wanted to highlight genuine. If 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 these companies aren't genuine toward their comp- toward their consumers, then the consumers are really going to feel like they're being taken advantage of, which is the last thing that any any company would like. No, of course, and like even more so for that. I know Juan, you were talking about how you know you've really just kind of been at home ordering in. I do you see this new wave of online business revolutionizing companies' customer service industries? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I believe like um, once everything goes back to normal after coronavirus uh, passes, uh, a lot of the services that companies now like give, such as for example the the take home, take order, take uh, pick up order, like that. I feel like that's things like that are here to stay. I mean, with the coronavirus happening, a lot of the uh, companies' focus has been on the customer. Everything has revolved around them. I mean, and it's not, it's, this can be seen in like other companies as well, such as credit card, credit card companies waiving like um, the month's interest, or like uh, other companies starting like um, uh, philanthropy, such as Ford's uh, Bill to Lend a Hand. It's a payment relief and credit support. Budweiser's five million dollars uh, spent on marketing America's Red Cross. So it comes to like um, these are new things that are going to be expected from companies now. Uh, it's going to be nothing. They can't go back. Uh, it's, it's like uh, services that like benefits the customer, and I feel like uh, many changes are here to stay. And I think for the uh, for the better. I agree, and I think that this is a time where companies are testing out new processes and trying out new things because they have to, and they have to adapt to what's going on. So, like certain restaurants are now offering delivery through their own, not through Favor, not through Uber Eats, but through their own company, and. You know, pickup pick up times have been expedited, it's super short, and super easy to get food now. And I think that this is actually a time where companies can really even sharpen up their processes and become even better at what they're doing. No, of course, that, that makes complete sense. I mean, I would even go as far as to say that maybe COVID has actually improved customer service relations in a lot of companies by creating these higher standards that are being able to help us when we're at kind of our lower points and we're expecting them to continue on through our own loyalty into the future. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing I like to highlight that I think companies should really start focusing on from this point forward is the adaptation part, Matthew, that you were mentioning earlier. I think it's really important for companies to adapt to these changing times and really learn uh, during this time how to, uh, accurately serve your your customers' needs because, like, according to this Harvard Business Review article, a lot of these customer service representatives do not don't have the proper uh, technology or information to really serve their customers uh, th- that call these customer service hotlines because they're working from home. You know, they're following the guidelines for with social distancing and work from home. But th- I think this is a failure on the part of most corporations where they, they weren't planning for something like this. And I, I think, yeah, if anything, these, cus- these companies are going to have to learn how to adapt to serve their customers' needs remotely as we're experiencing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes complete sense. But on top of that, it's more of how would you anticipate managers, CEOs being able to communicate their wants and their needs on behalf of their businesses while doing it all virtually and making sure that there is a clear message. Mm, Absolutely, I agree.
yeah. So, I mean, that Harvard Business Review uh, article, I know which one you're talking about. They analyzed mm-hmm. over a million customer service calls. And I think from those calls themselves, it was really a realization of these businesses that, hey, we were not prepared for this. But that doesn't mean we're not going to be there for our customer now. And we're going to continue it into the future. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and I, I know about the study you're talking about. It was the one done by Tether over a, a million customer service calls. And this was from the start of March 11th. And this was the official date that the World Health Organization declared COVID as a pandemic. And uh, naturally, about 10% of customer service phone calls, uh, these customer service agents deal with difficult, or they label these customers difficult. And that's only about 10% of the time. But uh, during these these couple of days and these 1 million customer service calls during this outbreak there, uh, there have been, it's been about a double uh, increase in the amount of uh, difficult customers. And that's because like naturally the, everybody's facing these hard times and it's really difficult for people to come up with the money now that they don't have work. And I, I think it's important for customer or, uh, companies to understand this. Yeah. Now I have a question for all of you. Now, with the onset of, you know, virtual workplace, working from home, specifically for, you know, customer service reps who get these calls, how would you recommend managers or, you know, the CEOs be able to coach or handle all these different scenarios that are coming up when they're not there on the scene? Like, how would you train them for that? Uh, One of the biggest thing I would like, to emphasize to them is that these workers do not have the infrastructure that they used to have, such as um, a reliable uh, phone uh, phone connection, you know, things like that, and uh, peers to guide them if they need a, a hand. They're kind of like on their own. So as, you know, managers or anybody overseeing them, I would like really emphasize um, how to handle things like by yourself when you don't have like the things they used to rely on to, you know, rely on. I think that in that situation, just communication is key and the managers are just going to have to stay in constant contact with those people working from home and make sure that they understand, you know, exactly how to react to certain situations and just kind of coach them through and make sure they just don't get emotionally involved in any argument with the customer. And I think as long as there's just a constant stream of communication between managers and subordinates that they can make it work even though it's you know it's a lot tougher not being face-to-face where you can read body language and you can you know have a conversation instantly so yeah of course I believe that is all we really have on this you know it's still obviously an unprecedented time and we're all just trying to adapt in the best way we can but we're still here supporting the businesses but i would like to say thank you all for coming and giving your great insight to your personal experiences your recommendations for how to move forward i really appreciate it Absolutely, Casey. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you.